everybody. Welcome to the Vince Size Podcast Show. Draft I'm your host, Vince Size. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy draft day. Joshua B, we got a lot of things to talk about today, man. A lot of things to talk about. How was your day today? And welcome. Happy draft day. Um, I'm on the struggle bus today, but I'm excited. I've got a nap planned later. I'm going to be working out. Um, we're, we're, we're ready. I'm ready. Me, the Celtics, everybody in my life are ready. Today is going to be a, today's going to be a good day. We've got a lot going on. Oh, I know. I know. And I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm very happy camper. No, no, Joshua B. I went to bed early yesterday. You know, I had to, because I had the job to do because of the NFL draft, obviously. And then we're going to get every rumor and guys don't believe it until we, until it happens. Okay. But anyways, Joshua, can I just plug something really quick? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. What's so that anybody who listens to the Vince Size podcast and loves my rants, um, go download overall and go listen to the final midweek edition that was on Spotify Live yesterday. I came on and gave an epic rant as to why the Celtics lost. I know you you might you don't have to be a Celtics fan. You don't have to be a uh, basketball fan. You should still go and listen to that. It's all of like three minutes. It'll occur at somewhere in the neighborhood of the five-minute mark, but that was some really fun shit that I got up to. I'm not going to repeat yes. it now. Is this yes, the football show? Also, download, but... download uh, Q65 Media Football Show, ladies and gentlemen, because me and yeah. Josh had a great episode yesterday. It was episode 47. We, the entire the NFC. First, the first half, the first half, we went AFC, AFC, and we talked in the first, in the second hour, we talked about the AFC, uh, I'm sorry, the NFC. So that, that was a great show. So listen to that, ladies and gentlemen, episode 47. And episode 48 will be Andrew Jones and Ben Ben Fair. All right, now, um, Josh. Now, there's breaking news that happened this morning for the Jaguars, by the way. They signed Davion Hamilton, agreed to a three-year deal, $34.5 million deal, for with $23 million fully guaranteed. So shout out to him. And let me ask you this, um, Josh. Jag for Jaguar fans. Now they're 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 good right now. They got Kevin Ridley. Um, what do you think the Jaguars? Since Jaguar fans are going to listen to this, what do you think the Jaguars are going to do tonight? What do you what do you think the Jaguars should focus on tonight? Which, by the way, breaking news. Obviously, Cam Robinson did PAD, so he's. I think he's out. I believe. But oh. I saw he's, yeah, yeah. So I believe he is out. I saw three games. Three games, I believe. Uh, yeah, three games. Wow. Okay, so, like, as it pertains to the Jaguars, right, yes. it's it's very tough if you're a Jaguars fan because you know that you have arguably – see, I should just do this right now. I'll, I'll do this while we're on the fly. Um, if I were to rank quarterbacks in the NFL, I would say for sure Allen Mahomes Burrow over him, no question. I would say for sure Hurts. Um, no. For me, at least, I know you don't agree with this take, but I know it's not that far off. For me, Hertz is number four right now. That's fair. Uh, and you don't really have to agree with the take. It, it's just where I have him. He's He was the last um, NFC quarterback in the Super Bowl. To me, he's just head and shoulders above the other quarterbacks in the NFC. And then Justin Herbert, who I just happen to like a lot because of all me the too. That he does, at number five. Mm -hmm. I would go Lamar number six. And right around there is where I get to Trevor Lawrence. So that neighborhood, I'm sure there's another name that I'm forgetting, but right. like, top of my head, those six are clearly above Trevor Lawrence. 
Yeah. And then everything starts to get murky. And admittedly, I'm doing this off the top of my head. Maybe by next show, I'll actually have a one through 32 ranking for you. We'll definitely do that at some point. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Why do I- so, what do you, so what do you think they're going to choose, John? Do you think, I mean, I don't, do you think, I don't think they need another receiver. They got well, really, I they mean, got so I'm getting there. So I'm getting there. Let me cook a little bit. Go ahead, go ahead. The problem with Jaguars and the problem with the Jaguars fans is that you have to know this somewhere in your heart. And if you're in the national media, like, if, and you're getting inundated endlessly by the national media with all this quarterback talk. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, look at that guy. You need to have a top quarterback to win in this league. Well, Jaguar says you have a top quarterback. Yep. So you're going to win in this league. But you know, like I know, like everybody who listens to the Vince Size podcast. Oh, yeah. That you can't win only with a quarterback in this league. Aaron Rodgers is not enough to win. You nope. must have Garrett Wilson. You must have Brees Hall. Mm -hmm. Similarly, Trevor Lawrence by himself is not enough to win. You must have Christian Kirk. You must also have Travis Etienne. You must also have an offensive line. And when we're talking about the highest heights, when we're talking about like AFC championship games, when we're talking about um, anything beyond winning your division, you need a group of people, not just one. Mm -hmm. No matter how the spotlight likes to shine, the bottom line is that like – doesn't matter where the spotlight is shining if there is no stage. Mm-hmm. I just made that up. Save that. Save that. Mm. Put that. Because that is the truth for anything that you do in professional sports. Mm-hmm. With the exception, there's one exception mm. to that rule. And that is baseball pitcher. They're the only exception. Okay. They're it. Everybody else, you must have a stage no matter where the spotlight is shining. Yep. What do I mean by that? I mean that you must have a team around said quarterback in order to actually get to these highest mountaintops. That's facts. So if I'm the Jaguars right now, I am doing, I don't know. It's like, so, okay. So what I, I, I'm not a huge Cam Robinson fan in the first place. I mean, I know that he's a good, le- I know he's an okay left tackle, yeah, but yeah. like he would be somewhere in the neighborhood of the twenties in terms That's of fair. best yep. left tackles in the league for me could i move him to the right side and can i get my hands on one of the five big offensive tackles that are in this draft that's what i'd be trying to do if i were the jaguars they are in position to do such a thing Mm -hmm. uh, with where they're picking in the draft and i would imagine that's what they're going to do all of that being said they have the advantage over the other three teams because no matter what happens at the top of the draft um with houston and indianapolis and tennessee no matter which quarterbacks go to them they're still going to have Trevor Lawrence. So good news for Jaguars fans, and the reason to be happy, is that it really doesn't matter what the other teams do. You're number one as long as you have Trevor Lawrence. I agree. Right? But from there, like, is that your dream? Is your dream just to win the division, or is your dream to win Super Bowls? Is your dream to win playoff games? Well, okay, well, if you're hoping to win Super Bowls, dude, you're a ways off. You're off. I'm sorry. I don't care what Calvin looks like. You're just not there right now. You're not at the Bengals level. You're not at the Chiefs level. Nope. You're not at the Bills level. And quite honestly, you're probably not even at the Chargers level. Yeah. But Josh, they're like, but Josh, our friends are like, we were so close to being the team. Did you see that, Josh? We were so close. But you didn't. Yeah, you're right. Right. I, I saw how close you were. And I also saw the loss. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's always going to be true that anything can happen on any given Sunday. I agree. Yeah. Right. But like, I mean, this is the whole point in all of sports. This isn't just this isn't just for the Jaguars. This is everybody. Yep. Like, it doesn't really matter how. I mean, it matters, but it only matters a little bit 
yep. what happens on any given on any given play in the same way that only happens a little it only matters a little bit what happens on any given sunday right it mm-hmm. gets bigger and bigger right as you go mm-hmm. For, i'll give you i'll give you an example right so like i would trust josh allen on any given play mm-hmm. whatsoever to get me 3 yards i agree right? like any given play i would be all good um um so like i'm all good um like how do i even say it i'm all good with trusting him or a patrick mahomes on any given play can they take over a game well i just named two quarterbacks who can take over a game but can they take an entire season on all by themselves no, no. right can they lead a four game winning streak all by themselves highly unlikely and that game thing, you can ask them for like a game, two games, right? To be superhuman, to go supernova. But the more pressure that you put on one player to do it all over the course of 17 games, mm-hmm. the less likely they're going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And so going all the way full circle to the Jaguars, he needs help. Yeah. If you want to actually win a Super Bowl, if that's really the goal. Oh, I agree. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be if you shrink your goal to I just want to win the division, then by all means, man, we're good. They're yeah. good. They're good right now. So, no, yeah, no, they're they're set. They're set. The question is going to be, what what I mean, since Cab Robinson is going to be out for three games, I mean, should I mean, should they go tackle? I mean, that, that's going to be the question. Or are they going to go to the best player available? Maybe they go defense. I mean, who who knows? I mean, unless you think their defense is set, I don't. But I also don't think that it's got to be the priority. I think all things, if I'm the Jaguars, I think all things revolve around the offensive line. I agree. I agree. Um, And where they're drafting, they should be able to get an offensive tackle. Um, If not just to move, if not to move on straight out from Cam Robinson, then to block on the other side and to replace, what's his name? Jawan um, Lance, the guy who signed with the Chiefs. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yep. So there you go. That's my analysis of the Jaguars. All right. Good luck to Jaguar fans, and hopefully you guys do well. Uh-huh. All right, now, here we go, Josh. You, you, the, you're, you're representing Bill's Nation. So we got reports, ladies and gentlemen, about, by the way, DeAndre Hopkins. So apparently this is going to come down to three teams. I think As Pac-Man it always Jones, has continued. Pac-Man Jones, is. I think he's close to DeAndre Hopkins. He's friends with him. I mean, he's according to Pac-Man Jones, he's, according to what he's hearing, it's the Chiefs or the Bills. And then the other report that I got was the Ra- Ravens would be Chirac if that happens. No, because the Ravens want to make Lamar Jackson happy. And if that happens, Lord have mercy. Well, I-, I think my buddy Wayne Cole and Raven fans would be happy. So, okay. Well, they'll so be happy. Be. So, Josh would be. Let me ask you this. I do think Hopkins will get traded today. It's just a matter of which team is going to be. So, Josh would be. You're representing Bill's Nation. What, what can you tell Bill's Nation today in the first round? Do you think the Bills would trade that first-round pick? Or do you got a feeling? I don't know. Maybe that one reporter is right. Maybe the Ravens are closing into Hopkins. Maybe that's going to happen. What? Right, let's, let's make this blunt. Go ahead, go ahead, okay, go ahead. Let's, let's be blunt with the Ravens. If the Ravens get DeAndre Hopkins, okay, they are better but still not better than the Cincinnati Bengals. Interesting. They are okay. still competing for a wild card, at least in my book. Okay. okay. I don't care – like. There is a very above average chance, okay, like in my mind, in my mind's eye, okay, there is an above average chance that all 
of DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham Jr., and Lamar Jackson finished the season, finished next season on the injured list. And where does that come from? Because they finished this year. Yeah, you're right. On the injured list. Yeah. So while it will be exciting, okay, I don't believe that it kills. I don't believe that it lifts you above the Bengals, above where the Bengals are right now. So that's number one. Sure, they could go get him. Um, and because, again, they're doing a trade and not a free agency signing, it doesn't affect their comp picks. All things Ravens involve comp picks. I've, I've spent more than enough time with the Ravens organization. They lead the league in comp picks over the last 10 years. Yes, just collected comp, compensation picks, okay? So, like, to hear that they're in on DeAndre Hopkins, that's not a shock. Like, of course they are. They don't have to, they don't have to worry about comp picks. There's no compensation issues. Um, if, if you go get DeAndre Hopkins because you're acquiring him via trade. So it doesn't affect anything. Free agents, that's a different story. And that's what pisses Ravens fans off. They can feel as close as they want to anything. They're never going out in free agency because they value those comp picks. Yep. Do what I mean? Yes, yeah. Like, so, at least for me, if the Ravens get DeAndre Hopkins, it, it doesn't move the needle at all. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care at all. Next up, the Chiefs. I don't care. Like, if you get DeAndre Hopkins, just know that your general manager agrees with me. Mm. That your Mm. manager listens to the Vince Size podcast. Oh, yes, he does. Just know that if you end up with DeAndre Hopkins, that it is a subtle clue to your general manager, from your general manager to the fan base, that just because you can turn water into wine with Patrick Mahomes doesn't mean that you should. You can drive a car with your feet if you want to. It doesn't make it a good idea. Similarly, just because Patrick Mahomes can turn um, Sky Moore into something serviceable, (laughs) into something serviceable, doesn't mean that DeAndre Hopkins, who already knows how to be serviceable off on his own, won't make life easier for Patrick Mahomes. Of course he will. That's not like uh, that. That's not like (laughs) arguable. Yeah. And so if you go out and get him. Right. That's your general manager saying that, like, look, Josh is right, and that we can make life easier on Patrick Mahomes by giving DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Um, the issue is yeah. with the Chiefs is that there is no way to make that work in the salary cap at all. I've looked, believe me, I've looked, not without cutting somebody important, right? Now you might get a restructure. But you're not going to get it from the person who would really count, who would really, like, make it easy. Mm. Um, because, like, the person who would really make it easy on you to get um, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Jones, isn't going to restructure because he's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And you can make a case that Chris Jones is arguably the best defensive tackle in all of football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aaron Donald in that. I include Aaron Donald in that. And I want to make that clear. Right. That if I had a choice between Aaron Donald and Chris Jones, it would be Aaron Donald, but it wouldn't be by a lot. And if the other person took Chris Jones, I wouldn't be sitting around going like, oh, well, you know, I, I think that sucks. If I had a choice between Chris Jones and Jeffrey Simmons, it's Chris Jones. Mm. Okay. A big statement. Because Jeffrey Simmons just got paid um, higher than anybody except Aaron Donald. Yeah. And honestly, you know, now that I'm sitting here talking it out, I think I might even take Chris Jones over Aaron Donald. That's a hot take. With age, with age wise, age wise, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I so like I don't think he's gonna. Go, I don't think he's gonna go for a contract extension. And the bigger problem, the biggest problem, the, the high, the hardest problem with um him going to the Chiefs, yeah, is that you can't do like this is the magic of the Patrick Mahomes contract, 
right? Yeah, yeah. Patrick Mahomes signed a team-friendly deal. Yes, he did. But it guarantees him a salary two years out all the way through, right? So, like, if you want to cut Patrick Mahomes, yeah. understand you're taking that massive cap hit for the second year, not the current year, right? So anytime you decide to cut Patrick Mahomes, which you're not going to do, but this is just mm-hmm. like to understand the salary gap. You're not just going to take the hit this year, right? You're taking the hit next year as well. Patrick Mahomes, um, whenever he guarantees his contract every single year, it's not guaranteed for one, it's guaranteed for two years. Yeah. So it is team-friendly in that none of the other years beyond the second year are guaranteed. But it's player-friendly in that anytime you cut him, he's guaranteed for two years. Make sense? Yes, yes. I appreciate that. So in other words, the Chiefs are out in the Hopkins deal. I just don't see it. Okay. It doesn't mean that they can't do it. It's right. that they're going to have to reorganize a lot That's in true. order to fit that salary in there. And, so right, that, and also right now we're not hearing anything with the Chiefs doing that. So that means they're probably out. So so now, Josh, here comes the Bills. So do the Bills well, – how do you feel about the Bills' chances of tonight getting them? All right, look, I don't know. Okay, I want to make this clear. I don't know whether Stefan, like, do you know if Stefan Diggs has, tw- has tweeted DeAndre Hopkins? And- I, right now, as of late, no. Okay. Somebody in that organization has had to have had the conversation with Stefan Diggs directly. Yep. If, if they haven't, then you can't do it, just period. Like, you actively have to go out to Stefan Diggs' house sit down with him man to man, whether you're Josh Allen, whether you're Ken Dorsey, whether you're Brandon Bean or whoever is the general manager, it doesn't really matter, right? It's Brandon Bean, but you get the idea. Like you as Sean McDermott, you have to go as a contingent, sit down with Stefan Diggs and be like, look, if we do this, you're going to get less targets. Now, the good news is, is that you have $109 million in a fresh contract to relax on, Okay. Like, if you have any sleepless nights, buy yourself some good betting sheets because you have $109 million. Spend, spend well, okay? You've got all the money. You know how valuable you are to this organization. You, know, you have to know, Stefan Diggs, how valuable you are to the organization. But we're doing this to win a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And, if we, and, like, that's what we've decided to do. We're, if we're going to do this, it's about winning a Super Bowl, can you get with that? And like, what is your goal really? Is your goal to be the number one receiver on the Super Bowl team? Or is your goal to, um, or is your goal to be, to win a Super Bowl period? And you have to have that conversation. That's a frank conversation you have to have with him. Because if he's not on board, you cannot make the move, period. Yep. If he's got some kind of like, I'm going to be unhappy and I can't believe you're doing this to me, blah, 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 blah. Then you can't do it. You just can't do it. Now, I happen to know Stefan Diggs. My son attended a, um, a football training camp with him. I've spoken to him. And my impression is that Stefan Diggs cares about winning. That's what he's about. And if he's about that, then you have to say, look, Stefan, you're going to be on one side of the field and DeAndre Hopkins is going to be on the other. How are they going to cover that with Gabe Davis in the center of the field taking away safety attention? You don't have an answer. The good news is neither is the rest of the league. Exactly, yeah. Right? 
Nobody has an answer to that question. And especially if Damian Harris can run the ball with any kind of semblance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if you got DeAndre Hopkins on that team, you could make an argument that they have copied officially what the 49ers are doing. I agree. And I, if I'm the Bills, I'm like, fuck it, man. I'm doing it. I don't give up. And like, Bills fans, if you cry about it, who, I, I, we don't mean Bills fans aren't going to cry. Bills fans are going to rejoice. And then your big question is, like, if you're Ken Dorsey, right, yeah. and you have those five weapons, and you have Josh Allen as the quarterback, can you, like, are you going to be okay on offense? Can we stop worrying about the offense? Yes. I think the answer to that question is yes. And furthermore, like, okay, so let's just go one for one. Is Debo, are Debo Samuels and DeAndre Hopkins comparable? Yes. Is Stefan Diggs better than Brandon Ayuk? No offense to Brandon Ayuk. No, 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 no. You don't think so? You'd rather have Brandon Ayuk than Stefan Diggs? No, no, I'd rather have Stefan Diggs. Awesome, great. Um, I would go so far as to say that um, George Kittle is better than Dawson Knox, but that Dawson Knox is getting there. Would you agree? I would, uh, honestly, with age-wise, I'll go Dustin Knox as of right now. No comparison whatsoever between Christian McCaffrey and Gabe Davis. Christian McCaffrey's all the way there, right? Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw right. the debate. And yeah. so that leaves Damian Harris and Elijah Mitchell. And you would rather have Damian Harris's injury history but Elijah Mitchell's talent, right? Yes. Awesome. So what I'm saying to you is that that – so then that comes back all the way to the quarterback. And you would rather have Josh Allen – Oh, oh in a minute. Oh, in a minute, yeah. Than Brock Purdy. If I offered you Josh Allen for Brock Purdy straight up, would you take Josh Allen? Uh, uh, Josh, we're winning a Super Bowl with Josh Allen. So go ahead. It's all good. Okay. So my point to you is that those two offenses become very similar with DeAndre Hopkins opposite and Gabe Davis in the middle – if Gabe Davis is your third wide receiver, like you're you're cooking with gas, man. Like you're like that's a very unstoppable offense. Yes, yes. So is that worth your first round pick? Yes, I don't I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. And that's ultimately why I think that it's going to get done. Um, because I mean, it's a lot of money. There's no question about that. But if you're the Bills and you can create that. Now all of a sudden you're arguing with Cincinnati about who's the best. So so they they got the cast place to get him, right? They can re yes, mo- technically. It, it's not perfect. It's not a perfect fit. Um, but it's it, but they do have the space. They can make the space. Um what they would have to do is they would have to ask Josh Allen to read to do a small restructure. Um, and then they would also have to get, again, as I told you earlier, they would have to get Stefan Diggs to do a little bit of a buy-in right now. They've got 6 million. They would need about 15. So you would be able to create the space either from, um, a buy-in from Micah Hyde or from, um, or from Josh Allen, mm. any kind of buy-in from Josh Allen would get the, would get you the space. You would have to create about $8 million, mm-hmm. but you can do it. It's not impossible. It's yep. not over. Um, and that's what you would do. Yep. That's what you would do. But again, all of this stuff, I really want to emphasize it. All of this stuff relies on having the conversation, the honest to goodness conversation with Stefan Diggs. And if he's not with it, you cannot do it. Yeah. You cannot afford to go into this season with any kind of dissension. I agree. Every honestly, everything's been quiet. So I mean, I mean, we haven't seen any restructure with Allen. We haven't seen anything. So I mean, unless they're gonna work work it out after the trade, then yes. So, so let me ask you this, Josh: if you, if you had to bet your money, where do you think Hawkins will get traded to? If you had to bet your money tonight, all right, 
I'm going to answer this question. Yeah. And I'm going to do it in an if-then scenario. That's, that's fine. Okay. Do it. Do it. If the compensation is a first-round pick, he's going to Baltimore. If the compensation is anything different, so if it's a second round pick, if it's multiple picks, if it's whatever, right, then he's going to Buffalo. Josh, I'm with you. Because I don't think Buffalo's going to give up their first round pick. I don't think so either. I think where Buffalo is at, they're going to do one of two things. I think the smart thing, so in my head, what's going to happen is it's going to be a defensive lineman. I agree. Uh, you, you have the opportunity, like, at the end of this year, this upcoming year, look at me already knowing the free agency for next year. I don't know. Uh, like, at the end of this year, every defensive lineman, including Ed Oliver, is a free agent, right? I don't know why they haven't signed Ed Oliver to a long-term deal. I don't know, okay? I out loud don't know. And the fact that they've let it go this long borders on ridiculous, like, it, it, it's good and proper, like, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Like, nonsense. Um, so, I, I just full disclosure, I don't know why it's this way. But I do know that it's this way. And so, I would imagine that if Brandon Bean is trying to be conservative, that he's going to get um, Ed Oliver. He's, he's going to get a defensive tackle that will be there beyond this year. Whether it's in the first round or whether it's later in the draft. I would imagine that's going to happen. Is Bijou Robinson going to be there? I don't think so. I mean, I've told no, you. Hell no, hell no. I don't know. Falling yeah. back that far. Um, and then, you know, there are, there's all this talk about getting another wide receiver. And, again, if it's a second-round pick or a third-round pick or whatever, right, if it's not the first-round pick, then, of course, you trade for DeAndre Hopkins. What are you talking about? Yep. Right? Um, if it's a first-round pick, then you're either looking at one of those offensive tackles that we've talked all week about, yep. All yep. or you're looking at a defensive tackle that will be there beyond like this year, you know, because you have nobody. When I say nobody, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, literally, there's nobody um, out there whatsoever yep. beyond this year. And I can't imagine that the team is like, yeah, that's how we want to go and deal with things. No way. You need to have somebody there. You need to have somebody. Um, so yeah, that's what that's what I think is going to happen on draft day. Well, I hope Bills fans, Raven fans, and um, you know Chiefs fans be uh, get, get your popcorn ready because it's the, this Hopkins trade is going down. It's going down now. I hope you're right. I want him. I want it to happen. I, I know I you do. I know you do. When it happens, you be you you be, you be, uh, I, 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 I'll tell you. Um, now listen. Now listen. Now. I'm, I'm going to talk about another Cardinal. Now, Josh, where do you think Buda Baker's going? Or do you think he's staying? Or would the Cardinal be staying? Um, I, I think that it, it's just, it's so bonkers. Yeah, I know. Because you're not going to get what you need to get for him. I agree. I agree. It's not there, man. Like, he's the best player on the defense. Yeah. Now, you could be drunk off the sun. And if you're drunk off the sun, then maybe you trade him. But what a mistake if you do that. I mean, just like, it's an epic, epic fail for the Cardinals if you get rid of Buda Baker for like a fourth round pick. Yeah. You're in real trouble if that's what happens. Um, If it's, you know, something high, like if I'm the 
I'll be honest with you. I know where I want him to go, which is the Eagles. Yeah. It's a very possibility. And guess what, Josh? They have the picks to do it. Well, if they were able to get him for their 30th pick, for the last pick in the first round, I think you. I think that's a home run. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I actually, to be honest with you, I think that's – you're going to hate that I say this. I think it pushes them above the 49ers. I agree. No, I agree. See, if they get Buda Baker. No, I agree. My, see, and this is why we'll talk about the Eagles now because I've been talking to Eagle fans before this podcast. So that's my boy, Dimitri. Dimitri was on the show, on Andrew's show, and he's an Eagle fan. And I was just I was just tweeting him to, to last night. Listen, man, if I'm the Eagles, I'm pissing out Cowboy fans. I'm pissing out 49er fans. I'm drafting Bijan and I'm training for Buda Baker. Now, Josh, is that possible tonight? It's possible. That's not going to happen. I mean, first off, you're not going to draft Bijan Robinson with the tenth overall pick, and I I love him. I think he's amazing. Right? I think he's awesome. You're not hearing me shit on Bijan Robinson. It's, it's not realistic. You already have three running backs that I would love to have on my team. That I would love to have on the Bills in Rashad Penny, Kenny Gainwell, and um, Bart Scott. Like, it's just not happening at number 10. You're either going to get one of the offensive tackles, maybe a Paris Johnson situation if he falls, um, or you're going to get a um, guard, an offensive lineman, because keeping Jalen Hurts, being able to do that, like, one yard, we're all going to dive through the pile thing, that's unstoppable. That's unstoppable. That's a good and proper, like, we can win a Super Bowl with that play. Mm-hmm. And to lose anything off that offensive line, to lose anything that makes that harder, it's just, it's not realistic. And you did. You lost Isaac Semelu. Now, I know that you don't think that Isaac Semelu is, like, the greatest thing in the world. Right. But that play was the greatest thing in the world. It was, it was. That play got you first down after first down after first down. Do you know the play I'm talking about? Jalen Hurts quarterback sneaks it and you get three yards, two yards. Yeah. It's, it's, you know what it's, I'm talking about? Yeah, they're on, they're on stubble with that. Yeah, that they're on... play matters. That play is a difference maker. You can miss all the 10-yard throws you want, right? If it's third and eight, if it's third and two, the Eagles are getting the first down because that play, that specific one, is unstoppable. And anything that you need in order to make that play continue to go is something that you're going to prioritize. From there, the question is, um, from there, the question becomes, um, let's see, um, are you going to move forward with, um, like, defensive, are you comfortable where you're at at defensive tackle? Are there defensive tackles out there? Not who can replace Javon Hargrove. Of course you can't replace Javon Hargrove. But is there is there depth out there? Yeah. You, like sort of make it through the season. My guess is at 10, um, Howie Roseman goes for one of those defensive tackles. I don't I agree. think that's necessarily the right decision. I'm just telling you that that's my guess. Right. Would you be surprised if he goes corner? No, I wouldn't. Especially after the, the Darius Slay drama. That was so unnecessary. I, I honestly, um, I'm not gonna lie, man. I love Darius Slay, but I would have kept Garner Johnson to tell you the truth over Slay. Was, I like Slay too, but he's he's he's. But you know, but you know how it is, uh, John. He, he, you know what? How he said Slay's a veteran. So you know what? Fuck it, man. We're my drop a corner so he can learn from Slay. I get that, man. But you see, I'd rather go. I'd rather go young, man. Go. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. I don't, but what do I know? What do I know? So, but Josh, you're right. Well, if you'd rather go young, then wouldn't you rather trade down from 10 to get a few more picks and get Brian Baxter? I agree. Ding, ding, ding. 
That's what I would do if I were the Eagles. Of course, you have to trading down isn't just a one way street. You have to have someone to trade with, you know, and that's really the issue. It's like who's going to trade all the way up to number ten? What players are going to be available? I think you're going to find out on the night of the draft. I know that's a sucky answer, right? I know you can get that from ESPN, right? I preface everything with like, what would I do if I had to say at number ten? I would get myself a defensive tackle or I would get myself an offensive lineman who could continue to make that two yard push. Oh right? yeah. But the real answer is one that Philadelphia fans aren't going to want to hear the real. Oh, tell them, tell them. Well, the real answer is that you're going to have to wait until the night of the draft. Ooh. Real answer. And nobody wants to hear that. Nobody who loves their team wants to hear. I ought to wait until the night of the draft to find out what's going on. It doesn't make for good content. But it's the right answer, and it's the right answer because you don't know what's going to be available. Guess what, Josh? I could say the same thing. I, I can't wait. I got to wait till tomorrow. Look at that for me. So yeah, um, you'd much rather know. Like, is your team looking to trade down? Is your team looking to trade up? But in the Eagles' case specifically, because you're at number ten, you don't know who's going to fall out of that top ten. Right now, there's rumors that Anthony Richardson is going to fall out of that top ten. If you're, um, let's see, let me look at let me look at some good teams. If you're the and, that, and also, Andrew Jones asked me asked us a question. Do, yeah. Does how many quarterbacks are going in the top ten? I'm for certain three. I agree. Yeah, I said three too. Um, the fourth is kind of where you're at. If you're the New England Patriots, um, do you trade up to get Anthony Richardson? You know, it was crazy. Somebody said that yesterday. If you're the Green Bay Packers, do you sit where you are? And try and hope that Anthony Richardson falls. Oh shit, Josh, I love this. You're making drama today. I like. If you're that. the Houston Texans and you take Jalen Carter or Will Anderson at number two, and Anthony Richardson is there at number twelve, do you take him? That's if you're the if you're the Washington Commanders at sixteen, do you move up for for Anthony Richardson? Yes, I think that's what they, that's what they should do. Yeah. Well, so I just gave you four teams, and all four of those teams are 12, 13, 14, and 16, who I all could, who I could see making a play for Anthony Richardson. Because I'll tell you this, I don't think he's falling past 11. No, no, no. Brian Tannehill to Anthony Richardson, you're doing things right. Well, speaking of the commanders, and I'll speak, you know Ben Ferris the commander, but he wants Anthony yeah. Richardson. He, want, he wants Anthony Richardson. So, and by the way, breaking right. news, obviously, the commander will not pick up Chase Young, fifth-year option. So he's yeah, we should be talk a, about He's going to be a free agent. So, John, I don't know if you heard about that. So, yeah. so I, I have a feeling that the commanders might draft his replacement in the later rounds. So we will see what happens. But Josh, Ben Fair will, will, will listen to this. What do you think the commanders will do in the first in the in the first round? Because Ben wants a linebacker, in his, in his opinion, um, he's been wanting the, the, the commanders drafting a linebacker, and I get that. So who, who do you? Th- and I mean, I mean, I keep seeing uh, Mike Michael Mayer, and I get that because their tight end is um is thirty one years old, and and Michael Mayer on that offense would be spectacular but what do you think you know the gm martin this, mayhew this for ben fair and the commander fans no this one this one's for ben fair specifically get up real close to the phone because i think this is what you should do right this is what i think is going to happen i think that you're going to trade chase young and a third round pick to the houston texans to get the number 12 pick oh shit I don't know what you're going to do with that 12th pick, but I know that with 12 and 16, you can probably come away with a defensive end, whether it's Miles Murphy, whether it's Nolan Smith, whether it's um, 
whatever, and that you could probably get yourself younger at quarterback. Um, that would be great trade for both teams. And I think the Texans are going to want to do that trade because you would be able to pair Jalen Carter with Chase Young. Oh, my God. You'd be able to pair – or you'd you be can, able to pair – Can you go with Nick Mysterio tonight? I, I'd love to. I'd be great. I would be absolutely awesome on the phone with him. You know, another team, another team, in case you're wondering, like, who else you could do it with. Like, I think you could also probably get away with trading Chase Young to Seattle and picking up the number 20 pick. So, like, if you're the, if you're, like, if you're the commanders and you didn't pick up that fifth year option because you're concerned about the medicals. And if you're one of these teams that really legitimately thinks that they have a shot at like a Super Bowl, right? Or at, at upsetting the apple cart. Yes, yes. And you can pick up a Chase Young um, right now at cost control, at a cost control number, and not have to worry about his fifth year option. You're in a good spot. And I think that he's a fantastic trade asset. I don't mm-hmm. know if you would announce it at this time. If you were planning on doing, like, it, it, it's certainly to drum up trade interest in trade Young. I mean, in Chase Young, unless yeah. you had that decision prior to the draft, like he's an asset. And if you're not going to pick him up because you're concerned about his health or because you're concerned about whatever, he's a asset who can be moved. And if you're the um, commanders and you don't want to invest in Chase Young, then he's somebody who someone, who someone else is going to give something up for. Yeah. And now here we go, Josh. Cowboy fans are listening to this. You know, Cowboy fan, why B. John Robinson? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Cowboy fan, Cowboy fan B. John Robinson is not happening to you guys. I think who you not guys unless they get, trade up. Who I think the Cowboys going to get, I think they get the running back from Bama. Now, who do you got? So, Cowboy fans are listening to this. Who do you think the Cowboy fans should get tonight, Josh? I mean, I know what I think is going to happen. And I know what. I would want to happen, right? Um, what I think is going to happen. Um, sorry, pulling it up. Um, what I think is going to happen is I think you're going to end up with somebody um, unexpected to sort of play either tight end um, by replacing Dalton Schultz, or somebody who you're going, or maybe like a defensive tackle, right? Interesting defensive edge like could you get yourself will mcdonald the fourth or so you don't think they go running back first round um no i just don't i don't i think the one they want is Bijou robinson and i keep telling you over and over i don't think he falls past tampa Bay. hell no the only way that happened is they trade that's up. 19 are you yeah. going to trade all the way up to get in front first off Bijou has to fall yeah right? But then second of all, are you really going to trade up past 19? Are you going to give up those kind of assets to move from 27 or 26 or whatever they are to 19 just to get a running back? I just don't see no, it. No, I don't see I don't see Jerry doing it. No. But can you get one in the second round? Sure. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. like where you're at right now, I just I don't see it, man. I want to see it for you. I just don't. I tell now, so I've said what I think is going to happen. Here's what I want to happen. Mm, tell me. Now, admittedly, this involves some sneaking in the shadows, okay? So, full disclosure, you're doing some sneaky stuff here, okay? You ready? Yeah, tell me. I want you to do whatever it takes. I don't really care what it takes. 
I imagine it takes a first round plus, okay? But I don't really care what it takes. Up to and including Tony Pollard. Mm. I want you to try and trade for Austin Eckler. Ooh, okay. Or for Derrick Henry. Either way. I don't really care what it costs. I imagine it's going to cost your first round pick. I don't really care. (laughs) And I don't think you should care either. I don't really care that it fucks with your salary. It doesn't really matter to me. Like, I don't really care if you think that, like, what you really have is a high-potent offense with Brandon Cooks and Seedland. I don't really care. What I care about, if I'm a Cowboys fan, is being able to have a – how do I say this delicately so Cowboys fans, like, understand what I'm saying? Mike McCarthy and Brian Schottenheimer are stupid. I know. They're really, really dumb. They're the kinds of coaches that will fuck your season. Okay. And Derrick Henry or Austin Eckler are the kind of running backs that are the safety valves against that. Yep. They're the safety valves when Mike, but when it's third and four and Mike McCarthy says, you know what we should do? It's a high pressure situation. I, I should run the ball with Tony Pollard. Right. That answer is the wrong answer. Okay. The answer should be I need to throw a pass here to try and get points on the board so that we can, you know, win. That's not the answer that comes up. The answer is going to be how can we play ball control offense right now? And you're going to find yourself fucked again. Yeah. And this is why you need somebody who will get those four yards with sheer heart, sheer heart and soul. I don't believe that Tony Pollard coming off of a broken fibula. Is going to be able to do the same things. I agree. It's hard. It's really, it's really hard to come back, back from. Yep. It's certainly after one year. Oh yeah. In the same way that Derrick Henry can do it, or the mm-hmm. same way that um, that um, Austin Eckler can do it. Is it going to fuck your salary cap? Sure. Is it going to change the dynamic of the team? Sure. I don't really care. Are you trying to win a Super Bowl? or Are you trying to make the wild card? They're trying right to make now, the Eagles are I'm, way in, I, in my opinion. Well, it's 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 two things. Super Bowl. And obviously, they're trying to win the division. Now, the questions are going to be, my question to you is this. If they get, let's say they get Eckler or Henry, are, will they be better than Philly? I don't really want to answer. <laughs> I don't really want to answer. I could be wrong either way. I could say yes, and I could say no. I could, I could sort of go either way. They'll be in the conversation. They'll be in the again, assuming everybody stays healthy, right? And that's always a big F. Not about what, yep. But like, I don't really like. In theory, yes. You know, I mean, like the thing is, like, if if you get Derrick Henry, that's sort of a foolproof. Like, we have two fools as offensive coaches, (laughs) and we know it, and that's why we have Derrick Henry to bail our ass out. If you get Austin Eckler, what you're saying is we have two idiots as offensive court as offensive coaches. Please just throw Austin Eckler a two yard out so he can bail our idiot coaches out. Right? <laughs> like as it stands right now, as we sit here talking right now, oh, yeah, yeah. I do not trust I do not trust the Dallas Cowboys Offense. to do a nor to like to call a normal offensive game plan. 
Just period. The I don't... only thing I trust on the Cowboys is Dan Quinn. Other than that, what do you who do you trust? Yeah, that's exactly right. Is to trust Dan Quinn and to know that Mike McCarthy or Brian Schottenheimer could fuck it up. <laughs> You're right. And, like, and so that's what I want you to do. That's not what I think is going to happen, but it is what I want you to do. Now, now speaking of Dan Quinn and speaking of his former team, there now shout out to me to Kime, shout out to the Seattle fans. So Joshua B. What's going to happen tonight with Seattle? Do you think John Snyder is going to trade that? You know, John Snyder, he loves trading picks. He do you does. think he's going to stay there or do you think he's going to trade back? What's your feeling? And Seattle fans are listening to this. What's going to happen to Seattle tonight? All right. We're going to find out once and for all whether or not the Indianapolis Colts are racist. <laughs> I'm of the opinion that they are. Okay. So I've made that clear on this show over and over and over again. Why am I starting with the Indianapolis Colts? You just asked me about the Seattle Seahawks. Because what the Indianapolis Colts do at four, even if it's moving up to three, determines whether or not CJ Stroud is going to be there. I agree. Bryce Young is going one. I then think that CJ, if, if the rumors I hear about the Texans going defense at two, right? Then that leaves the Cardinals. The Cardinals probably go defense at three as well. I agree. Jaylen or Fox. they might trade back. Well, no. We're or they might. You know, and also Kyler Murray really likes Paris Johnson for some. <laughs> go ahead. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. They're so stupid. <laughs> I know, so like, and then so now you're at number four, yeah. right? And like the obvious thing to do if you're the Colts would be to take CJ Stroud. But I think they're racist out loud with my voice. I think they're racist period end of the conversation mm-hmm. white head coach white owner white general manager the last seven quarterbacks except for jacoby Brissett, have been white and they cut jacoby Brissett after he had served his one year as a backup yep. because of the andrew luck emergency so if i accept that and by the way he didn't even he wasn't the original backup dan orlovsky was dan orlovsky white what's my point my point is is that if will levis is taken at number four the Seattle Seahawks have a choice. Yeah. Staring them dead in the face, right? And it will be one of these five players, okay? It's going to be Bryce Young, Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, um, or C.J. Stroud. One of those four will be there, mm-hmm. right? If C.J. Stroud is staring you in the face and you don't take C.J. Stroud because Jalen Carter and Will Anderson are off the board, then you have, you have done a real disservice to your fans, like, you, like it's one thing to be like, I'm the Seattle Seahawks. I believe in Geno Smith. I think he's great. It's another thing to have arguably the most accurate quarterback in all of college football last year. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And being like, you know what? I could really use two wide receivers like DK Metcalf and Tyler Metcalf. Gosh, you know what's crazy? CJ Strauss from Cali. And you know what's crazy? Normally for quarterbacks from Cali are really damn good in the NFL. Yeah, I would be – I would be really, really surprised if they just let that go. Um, now, the good news is, is that C.J. Stroud might get traded up for. Right? Yeah, you're, you're right. If traded up, then that means Jalen Carter falls. And if Jalen Carter falls, then, like, of course, duh, right? Um, and similarly, you know, if Will Anderson by some miracle falls, but I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to Houston. Like, then, of course, duh. You could have Draymond Jones on one side and Will Anderson on the other. What are you talking about? Of course, right? So, ultimately, this is sort of where I come down. I don't believe they're going to take a cornerback. I don't think it makes any logical sense. I know 
the Seahawks have had just tremendous success at quarterback over the years. They're going to continue to have tremendous success over the years at quarterback. Like, there's no reason to expect the Seahawks to take a cornerback high. And plus, I think they'll drop one later in the draft and keep going, yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm, – I'm of the opinion that they're just – they're – they owe it to their fans if C.J. Stroud is there to take C.J. Let Stroud. me ask you this. If they pick Chris Gonzalez at number five, are you going to laugh at Seattle? No, I'm not going to laugh, but I'm also going to think that it was a wasted opportunity. I agree because, bro, to me, here's the deal, right? Right? Like you said, Josh, if C.J.'s there, if those five were there, and Pete Carroll's like, you know what, Josh, and Seattle fans, I want Will Anderson. I want Jim Lee Carter because, because you know, it's a it, – it, you know, I love these quarterbacks, but for me, next next year's quarterback class is way better. How about that? You're not going to be there. You're not going to be there next year. Mm. It's not going to be there. Well, maybe exactly. I don't know. Do, do they have the Rams? Pick? No, they don't have the Rams. Pick. No, they have the Broncos pick. Well, maybe they will be up there. Oh. I don't think the Broncos are that bad to number one, Bill. No. no. Um, but I do think the Broncos are bad. Ask me, let's see, so this is why I don't work for an NFL team. If I worked for an NFL team, I would know where precisely I have the Broncos going into this year, like what, where I think they're going to be. I know they're going to be fourth in the AFC West. How bad do I think they're going to be, right, yeah. specifically? And um, unfortunately, I don't have that. Answer. I can do it real quick. Um, here, Broncos 2023 schedule. Sorry, hold on. It's all good. It's all good. Take your time. It's all good. We got, we got all day. Um, we don't have all day, but um, um, hold on. Broncos twenty twenty three schedule. Here, can you pull this up for me and just tell yes, me? Yes, I did. Okay, off. here we go. So, go ahead. All right. So, home opponents, they're playing the NFC. Okay, so they're playing um, uh, the Green Bay Packers. That should be a that's, – that's debatable. They should win that one. Viking, they can win that one. Uh, and they're playing the AFC East. Oh, look at that. The Bro Bills are playing them. No, just give me, give me teams. Give me teams. Okay, here we go. Kansas City. I'll call you loss or win and just Kansas mark it. That's a loss. Chargers, that's a loss. Raiders. What do you think? At home. Um, Chargers, loss. Keep going. Okay. I said Chiefs. Loss. You're now at 0 and 3, right? Yes, Raiders. Win, 1 and 3. Packers. Um, I'll give you the win, 2 and 3. Vikings. 3 and 3. Patriots. 4 and 3. Jets. Um, 4 and 4. Cleveland. Um, 5 and 4. Washington. 5 and 5. Okay, uh, the Bears. Five and I mean six and five. Okay, Lions. Six and six. Miami Dolphins. Six and seven. Houston Texans. Um, seven and seven. Yes, yeah, so you're Raiders, picking. Draft. You're picking in the middle of the draft. You're not picking in the. You're not picking at the. Um, you're not picking at the top of the draft. You can't count on the Broncos to be like a top a top five worst team. Exactly. There you go. So you're right. You're right. 
So well, you know what, Josh? But here's my thing. See, I, I appreciate your answer. I like your answer. So I think Seattle you fans, don't, and I, Josh, you don't know I that. Seattle, Josh, I think Seattle fans would agree with you. Because if he is right there, you got to take him. If but you know what's crazy? Stroud is there. Now, you can make a case that if Will Levis is there, well, now you got to go looking around. But if it's C.J. Stroud, then you have to do that for your fans. Let me ask you this. If C.J. is there and they go defense, what, what, what can you say to me and Kynes? She's a Seattle fan. Again, are you going defense with the intention of, like, like are you going defense because C.J. Stroud wasn't there? Okay. If you're going defense because C.J. Stroud was never an option, then yeah, by all means, man. Now, what if he's there? Now, what if but he's if there? He's there he's then no, you have to take him. Okay. Like the the, the transition from Geno Smith on a mega deal to C.J. Stroud on a rookie deal is something that can't be ignored. I agree. Like I get it that Geno Smith is that the opportunity for Geno Smith to learn behind for a full year, not Geno Smith. For C.J. Stroud to learn <laughs> yeah. for a full year behind Geno Smith and in practice to be throwing routes to D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, you can't ignore that. Oh, yeah. That, I agree. It's, an, it's a tremendous advantage. So, yeah, if I'm the Seahawks and C.J. Stroud is staring me in the face, I have to take C.J. Stroud. If he's not there because he went in the top four ahead of me, <laughs> yeah, then that means one of the defensive players slid. That meant mm-hmm. that Will Anderson slid. It meant that um, Jalen Carter slid, whatever. Uh-huh. Like, if that happens, then you have to be, you you have to be like, okay, well, of course I'm taking a defensive player. C.J. Stroud wasn't there. But if C.J. Stroud is there, then you can't goof around. Yeah. Uh, here we go now, Josh. Now, my friends, Lion fans, that's my boy Lee and Pierre, all Lion fans. You have a message for Lion fan because let's just say if your theory is right, right? If CJ, if CJ was there, but you get what I'm going with this because listen, you we know Brad Holmes is smart. We all know he is, and obviously Jamison Williams he's suspended for six games. Obviously, it was a bullshit reason. So obviously, the Lions still got to drive a receiver. I don't think they'll drive a receiver at 18 or 16 or six. So if you're a Lions fan, right? And I saw Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft, by the way. He has Witherspoon. He has them getting Witherspoon. I doubt the Lions will go that route, by the way. So, Joshua B., do you have messages for my buddy Lee, Pierre, and other Lion fans? Because do you think Lion fans are about to be happy and this week is draft? Yes, I do. Um, but I also think that Ian Rappaport is wrong, just out loud. You mean Daniel, Jer- Daniel Jeremiah? Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I mean, Daniel Jeremiah. I, I just think he's wrong. Um, I think that if – you're any kind of Lions fan if you're thinking anything logically and Quentin Johnson is there at 18. I don't know why the fuck he's slipping. I've looked. I've looked. And people are talking about Zay Flowers over him. People are talking about crazy. What the fuck? Jigba over him. Like, if you have the opportunity to pair Quentin Johnson with with Amon Ross St. Brown, I don't know what the fuck you're looking at. Exactly. Got Marvin Jones. I understand. You got Marvin Jones, and how lovely is that? Quinn Johnson's better. He's out loud better than Marvin Jones, right? Yep. He completely changes your offense if he's there. And yeah, and if he's there at 18, there's no fucking way. Like it's, it'd be ridiculous. As far as six goes, yeah. I don't think CJ Stroud's gonna be there. Period. I don't think he's gonna be there. And how much confidence do you have that you can develop the next Anthony Richardson? Just be honest, Lions fans. Just be honest. It's okay. And, like, if you think that Ben Johnson's going to be there, are you willing to dive into the coffers, tell your owner, look, pay this guy $10 million a year. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't count against the salary cap. It doesn't mess with you. We need this guy to develop Anthony Richardson. 
Just call it. And if your owner is willing to say yes to that, then you draft Anthony Richardson at six. You know what's crazy? But, my buddy, my buddy Pierre that does a podcast, Lions podcast. You know who he wants, right? Who? Anthony Richardson at number six. Well, only if you're sure that Ben Johnson is going to be there. Yeah, yeah. If you're not sure, then you can't do it. No, Josh, yeah, you're nailing it right in the head because a Lions fan asked Pierre on a podcast if Ben if Ben Johnson's not our OC. Is our quarterback still playing good? And what ben, what did he say? And Pierre's like, I mean, well, I mean, obviously Pierre's has to be positive on the podcast. He pretty much said, I still think they'll play better. But no, that's a good question by the fan. Is because no, an OC matters. It really does. And I think Ben Johnson did a damn good job, obviously with the injuries last year. So, so no, Josh, I think you're nailing right in the head. Because I think Ben Johnson is a good OC, and that's why you, you were you were seeing teams interviewing him. But go ahead, yeah. I just think I think it's just a very simple equation. Yeah. Whether you like, look, it doesn't really matter whether you like Anthony Richardson or not. The dude right. did just barely over fifty percent of his passes last year in fucking college. Yeah. He's not going to be ready for the NFL. No, he's not. No, one. Not, he's not right away. Not right away. Now, depending on let's say if the Lions get him now, with it, because I talked to Lions, I talked to, no, talk to Lions fans, they're like, you know what, if we draft Anthony Richardson, he has a good online, he's got good weapons. No, he completed 50% of his passes. Exactly, yep. That's not, that's not a number that gets fixed in an offseason. Nope. It's a number that gets fixed over, like, over training camps, over yep. training camps, over games. Like, look at Josh Allen as the example. Yep. And, like, don't look at the end result. Look at the whole process. Yep. Brian Dayball was there for four years. Yep. Four. Count him on four fingers before he left for the New York Giants. Can you count on that same commitment from Ben Johnson? The answer to that question is the answer to the Anthony Richardson problem. Yeah. That's it. It's all. There's not more to it. If you can't say yes to that question, then you can't take Anthony Richardson. I agree. Could you take could you take Gonzalez? Could you take a Wilson um at quarterback? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, and that would be that would be the normal route, right? But like if you really want to have this conversation, it's a blood conversation. The same way you remember how I began this by saying that like I need to know what Stefan Diggs is thinking. Yep. Same thing going on with the owner of the Lions and Ben Johnson. Same thing. Same thing. What are you thinking? Do you really want to be a head coach? Like, is that your dream? Or mm-hmm. is it about the money? Just, mm-hmm. tell me. Just tell me. If it's about the money, right? If it's about you really want to be a head coach, I can't take Anthony Richardson. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. If it's about the money, if yeah. that's the issue, then the conversation goes to the owner. And yeah. you're like, dude, this guy is good. This Ben Johnson guy is good. Look at what he's done with Jared Goff. I want to take Anthony Richardson, but I'm not going to do it if I have a chance at losing Ben Johnson. Yeah. So yeah. are you willing to pay? You literally point in his face and you're like, are you willing to pay this guy $10 million a year to be my offensive coordinator? Mm-hmm. If you're Dan Campbell, that's what you got to do to your boss. Yeah. Oh. It's, scary. it's scary. You get fired for doing such a thing. But like, you either care about the organization or you don't. It's one or the other. That's facts. You're right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And also, Josh, also, Josh, here's another thing. Now, what I want to make this fan base happy, and I really, really do. And I'm talking about this fan base. They have the, I believe they have the eight pick or the nine pick. You know what I'm talking about. It's the Chicago Bears. Now, do you think 
And I think Bears fans are hoping for Saronski, and I'm pretty sure that's what they're thinking. Well, so, do you think they're going Peter? Do you think they're going Peter? Yeah. Or do you think they're going a different route? On because I'm, Bears fans, the guys I talk to, they want either Peter or they want to fix the defensive line because that's really what they need right now. Well, look, they're not going to fix the defensive line. It's it's just not there. Um, they're going to end up getting one of two players. It'll either be Peter Skaronsky or it'll be Paris Johnson. It's one or the other. They're in Ooh. the perfect spot for them, and the preference is Peter Skaronsky. Could Atlanta? Take Peter Skaronsky ahead. We had that conversation yesterday on the Tuesday yes, show. You should go and listen to that. In the event that Peter Skaronsky goes to Atlanta, they're making a huge investment in terms of resources, in terms of money, in their offensive line, period. And if that happens, then you just have to tip your hat and be okay with not trading up, just period. You just have to sort of be like, okay, what, whatever. Um, and if that's the case, then you go and you get Paris Johnson. And you feel ecstatic about it because oh, yeah. you were planning on paying Orlando Brown $25 million a year. And now you're paying a rookie, what, $5 million for the next five? Not, not bad at all. Not bad at all. And I know you're high on Braxton Johnson. He'll move over to the right side. Or Paris Johnson will be on the right side. But you have to protect the Justin Fields of the world. The best things you have are on offense right now. Just period. They're the best things you have. No, I agree. I, I agree. The question is going to be what's route they're going, and we're going to find out if they nail it, man. Now, let me ask you this. Now, what's, what if the Bears would tell you this? What if I tell you, well, Bears like, you know what? I want Fields to have a great year. I want him to ex- explode. I want him to, uh, you know, to, you know. I, I would not be surprised if he does, does well this year. What, would you be surprised if the Bears – I doubt they'll do it, but what if they do, do do it? What if they go receiver at number nine? Would you be surprised? Yeah, I think I would. Okay, okay. I think I would. Um, I, I think I would. I, I just, I think at some point you have to prioritize Justin Fields, what you have. And I think that's this year. I think that as you get, um, um, as you get closer, um, as, as you get closer and closer, to um, to um, Justin Fields' fifth-year option and then to his free agency, I think you need to know if you have this rock star quarterback. Like, I think you do. I think you do. I, 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 had, I think we did this exercise, and I think I had Justin Fields as, like, number 10 yeah, yeah. in my quarterbacks where I was, like, trying to list the best quarterbacks in all of football. And I think I got to Justin Fields at, like, 10, mm-hmm. the excitement level. And I want to make sure I'm right on that. And the way that I do that is by um is by um the way that i do that is by getting an offensive tackle who i trust to protect him exactly exactly you're preaching i think you i think you can do that yep we gotta wrap up soon do you have a few more teams for me how many more teams we got here well we got three we got three more so we'll we'll quick so my buddy jody tonight is gonna be excited he's obviously the falcon fan and i was talking to jody last night joss he wants he wants C.J. Stroud. Now, I'll be surprised if he goes, if he falls number eight. I doubt it. But let me ask you this, because we love their team. We, we love what they're building. The question is going to be, who do you think the Falcons are going to select at number eight? Let me ask you this, Josh, would be, mm-hmm. do you think my buddy Jody and Falcon fans are going to be happy tonight? What do you want? Again, you, what specifically do you want in order to be happy? What's well, Jody point? wants now, he, his question would be, 
Now, are the would they go deep, deep, you know, defensive line? Because that's why they got, you know, Khalil Campbell to mentor a defensive lineman. Or are they going, let's say, if they get lucky, let's say, you know, Anthony Richardson for Farrell falls there. Or what if, you know, Sheeta Strout falls there? Because, because, DJ or, or here we go. Or, or Josh, Deno Jeremiah, by the way, he mocks BJ Robinson going to the Falcons because he thinks Arthur Smith is like, you know what? Arthur Smith was the OC from Tennessee. He had Derrick Henry and the other running back. So, what do you think that should be? Do you think the Falcons Falcons are going to make a smart pick at number eight? The answer to that question is yes. I think that Arthur Smith thinks that he's the smartest person in the room. So, yes, I think that he thinks that he will make a smart pick at number three. Or at number eight, excuse me. The question of who is a little bit of a question, right? So, like, you're in the perfect spot again to draft Paris Johnson or to draft um, or to draft Peter Skaronsky. I think you're going to end up with Peter Skaronsky. I think that an offensive line that has Peter Skaronsky, um, Peter Skaronsky, Jake Matthews, Chris Lidstrom, and Caleb McGarry, I think you're cooking with gas. I think that, like, that's an offensive line that tells you whether you have a good thing in Desmond Ritter or not. Um, and I think that that's probably what Arthur Smith is thinking. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that would be what Arthur Smith is thinking. That's what I would be thinking. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. I would be, I'd be good and proper happy. I'd be like, you know what that I know I will go by the end of this year. If it's my quarterback or if it's not my quarterback, if I get my offensive line straightened out and one pick does the trick. I agree. Josh, I'm with you. And if they go that well, Jody will be happy. Now, Josh, he'll be happy. You know, I don't think the issue is the defensive tackles. A lot, aside from Kalijah Cansey, like I don't like taking Kalijah Cansey yeah. that early. I mean, he's six feet, two hundred and eighty pounds. That's small. Yeah, but you know who Jody's hoping for is Jalen Carter. I doubt that's gonna happen because, well, because Jody, well, Jody's a Georgia. No, 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 no. Jody, Jody's a Georgia fan, so that's why. So you can't blame him though. Yeah. Um. Anyways, it's, it's, anyways. Now, can you make my buddy Big Baby happy because he's a Charger fan, and I believe they have the, is it the twenties somewhere in the twenties. Who do you think the Chargers should select in that pick? I told I told my buddy John. I'm hoping they get a, another receiver because Kenny Dow was getting up there in age. Obviously, um, he is. So I, I mean, hey, I would not my Addison or or another or, or whatever, whatever, whatever receiver falls there. So who, who do you, I just I trust the GM for the Chargers. The GM for the Chargers can draft. Who do you think the should Big Baby and Charger fan be excited for the first round? Yes, yes, Blunt. Yes, they should be excited. They're going to get somebody good. I know that if I were the um, Chargers, if I were the Chargers, I would do what I could to get Michael Mayer. Uh, but I just don't. I like, you know, in my head, I just don't think that's going to happen. No, I think no. that. I mean, I gave you. I tossed out that trade the other day, and I kind of meant it. Um, like, would you trade Mike Williams and I don't know a fourth round pick or something like that? Um, like, would you tr- would you trade that for DeAndre Hopkins? Like, I would. I mean, I, I would, but and like the upgrade from Mike Williams to DeAndre Hopkins might be enough to like get you to, to get you to a Super Bowl. It might be enough to get you past the. Tr- you're not. You're not. I, you're not crazy. Nope. I wouldn't pick you, but I would think that it would be pretty good. Um, otherwise, if I can't do that, then I'm in the perfect spot for you know, a Broderick Jones to slide into play guard, a Darnell Wright, a, um, an Anton Harrison. Like I'm in that spot, you know, or Quinton Johnson, 
you know, to, to be there if he's really falling. I don't know why he would be, yeah. uh, but they seem to have him falling over and over and over again. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here or Miles Murphy. You know, he might be your next Khalil Mack, but yeah, yeah the Chargers can go a lot of different directions. I think you're going to be happy no matter what the Chargers do. My prediction is the Chargers fans will be happy. Uh, All right. We got two more teams, the and then we're done, the Josh. In the draft yeah, we got, two more, we got two more, and then we're done. Okay. Now, Josh, the Houston Texans. Do you think Texan fans are going to be happy at tonight's draft? Well, I mean, I know what I, I, know what I think D'Amico Ryans wants. Mm. I, I think I know he wants defensive players, and I think he wants to get that defensive line solidified. I agree. And if he wants that, he's in the perfect spot. I agree. In 12, we'll get you Jalen Carter or Will Anderson, and then whichever one you don't get. See, like, if it were me, I would take Jalen Carter at number two and not think Oh, okay. okay. And if, then I would take Will Anderson, or not Will Anderson, I would take Miles Murphy or Tyree Wilson or one of these players at number 12. Oh I would think a defensive God, end. that Texas defense would be, oh, my God. Yeah, it'd be lethal. People would get good and proper scared of it. I don't think you're ready. I just out loud don't think you're ready to take on things on offense. I think you will be next year. But right now, if you're, I mean, the other option is to like really go heavy on offense. But the thing is that if you go heavy on offense, right, then um, there's so much more that you need to get. Yeah. You know, like, could you go CJ Stroud and Jackson Smith and Jigba? Sure. Keep those teammates together. Or Jordan Addison. Sorry, Jordan Addison. Like, yeah. you could, but you're still you're just, you're still so far away. So not, why not build a dominant unit? Like, you know, that you can, like your coach is an expert at yeah. with talent that corresponds with the draft ranking. And yep. that's what they're thinking right now. Yep. Although I would love them to get CJ Stroud. I would give them an A if they got CJ Stroud. Me too. Me too. Me too. And also Josh, will Andrew Jones and Jets fans be happy tonight? Um, they should already be happy because Aaron, uh, you buried the lead. Aaron Rodgers restructured his, yes, sir. He made his press conference yesterday. Um, he restructured his contract to give the Jets some more salary cap relief, um, which he didn't have to do. Um, that's going to be a, a big deal next year, but right now it's fine. Um, and what are you going to do with that 13th pick? I don't know. Um, I know what would scare me as a Bills fan, but I don't but, think they do it. Um, what would scare me as a Bills fan is if they took Quentin Johnson. <laughs> And teamed him with Garrett Wilson and guard to the middle of the field. Had him be my slot receiver. Imagine if that happens. But they're oh not going to. What they're going to do is they're going to draft an offensive tackle. I agree. And that's the right thing to do. They're going to keep Aaron Rodgers upright, especially with Elijah Vera Tucker coming back from injury, Makai Becton coming back from injury. You just you can't count on that. You you can't count on that if you're the Jets. And in order to be successful, um, you're going to have to. In order to be successful, you're going to have to keep Aaron Rodgers upright. All things revolve around him being upright. If he's not upright, it doesn't make any difference. Yep. And 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 Josh, your advice for Cardinal fans tonight too. One, one more thing, and that's it. We're done. Um, I don't know. Invest in like watch some Verizon commercials. You know, Verizon. They always talk about how great their phone is, right? How great their service <laughs> is, how awesome it is, how they can get in contact with anybody, and try and show that to um, try and show those commercials to your general management and be like, see how good this is. We don't have to accept our trades um, by carrier pigeon or by like postal service. We could, we could use a cell phone and we could find out if we're like, 
if, if, if like, you know, what teams are offering, you know, in real time, we don't have to wait all day. That would be great. Yeah. All and those Dustin, Dustin, what's, what team is going to fuck it up tonight? We, we, the Cardinals. Keep okay. Going. I agree. I agree. But duh. <laughs> yeah, of course. The Cardinals are going to fuck it up. I don't know how they're going to fuck it up, but they're going to fuck it up. It could be trading DeAndre Hopkins. It could be drafting Paris Johnson third, which would just explode the draft if he did that. Um, it could be, it could be, um, I don't know, trading Buda Baker. There's a million ways for the Cardinals. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say the Raiders because I thought that's a possibility they can fuck up too. But did you, you did know. you think that's what I was going to say, or did you want to um, tell me about the new turf? Uh, material that is being tested out somewhere in Japan <laughs> that the Cardinals are thinking about replacing their entire I love Josh, stadium. Man. I can't wait till we talk about the Cardinals next week. Um, you know, we're oh, re- recapping the draft and everything. But Josh, tell everybody your social media. Everybody can follow you. And today, tonight's going to be a great job, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody's enjoyed. But Josh, tell everybody your social media. Everybody can follow you. And go ahead. It's JB Fortis. I haven't done the NBA now or the NFL now in a while. But when I do that, I do that. Um, I've been appearing on Hoop Spaces over, um, on the AMP Network from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. I try and show up there. And then um, you can hear me on the Vince Size Show every Tuesday. Five sometimes happens. Um, I'm usually, even if it's only for a segment, on the overall sports show. And, you know, I'm just busy, man. If I wasn't so busy, I would be on this all the time. But it doesn't pay me any money. So if you have a sponsor who could sponsor my stuff, that would be really appreciated. If you could find someone, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. And, and the overall sports show is tomorrow, I believe, at 12 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure everybody you guys does this and that. We're, we're going to recap day one of the draft and everything. But anyway, real quick. Happy early birthday to Jonathan Jordan. His birthday this week. So, oh, happy birthday, happy birthday Jonathan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Josh, you have a good week. Have a good night. And hopefully the, hopefully the Bills get a hop in tonight. Peace. See you soon. Bye. Peace.